Hello, and welcome to a codependent Christmas holiday episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel, and I am one of your hosts, and I have lost over 150 pounds the easy way. And I am your weight loss elf, Donald Weigel. <laughs> the look of horror on Catherine's face. As I said, weight loss elf. I just imagine like the lollipop <laughs> guild, like you in a- We represent the don't eat so many lollipops guild. Come on, that's funny stuff. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, Hi, I am uh, Donald Weigel, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. Congratulations. And guess what? What? This this is a milestone episode. This is our 50th episode of this podcast. inspiring episodes of We Only Look Thin? I mean, there was a point at which scientists were claiming that the internet could not hold as much inspiration as 50 episodes of this show. Sources say. But they put their top people on it. What do we have to talk about? We're thin. We're fixed. We have 50 things to talk about. Yeah, we apparently do. We're, wow. We we might look thin, but we are not fixed. That's actually kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. I um, th- it's almost my three-year anniversary of getting my act together, and uh, I couldn't have inspired a paperclip three years ago. No, now you look could at not. me. Look at me on the internet with your earbuds. I mean, pretty much like Inspiring. an internet weight loss mogul now. Mogul, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Basically. Wow, congratulations. Congratulations to you. Happy 50th. Happy 50th. So um, happy holidays for those uh, in our fine listening audience who celebrate Christmas. Christmas is almost upon us. Yes. Uh, That's awesome. I love Christmas, the whole Christmas season. I don't know why. No one knows quite the reason. Uh, I'm sitting here on a cold, wintry day with uh, a hot cup of tea and uh, and a hot cup of inspiration for all of our fine listeners. Yeah, so, it's actually uh, raining quite hard in Southern California as weather. we record this. And uh, we we actually this morning, um, this isn't the tip of the week. I'm going to tell you anyway because you're getting an extra. This is an extra stocking stuffer. Oh my goodness! This a is a stocking, stocking stuffer tip of the stuffer, week. Tip of the week. Uh, we uh, have decided because it is very cold in Los Angeles to uh, rebound in the morning instead of going for walks. I don't know if we already talked about this. We talk about so many different things. Yeah. We're watching uh, Christmas movies in the morning before work uh, and rebounding. We uh, this morning we're watching uh, "See You in Saint." Me- meet me in meet Saint me Louis. in Saint Louis, which is you know not the most Christmassy movie, but uh, at some point Judy Garland sings "I'll Be Home for Christmas." Yeah, it? which is lovely. It was the debut of that song, I yeah. believe. Yeah, but we've been watching a lot of uh, Christmas classics, ones that would make our daughter roll her eyes back in her head. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're saving other Christmas classics like Die Hard for when she is awake. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you believe that uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, let us. No, we're not actually sure yet. Um, but anyway, but we've been rebounding in the morning <laughs> away from uh, bad weather. We've been enjoying some Christmas uh, cheer. Uh, so do some things inside. Get some steps in while you're watching How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And speaking of movies, this 50th episode, while you're listening to it, I want you to imagine the Ewok celebration at the end of <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Have you seen the version of it without any sound? It oh, looks ridiculous. It's so Google good. it on YouTube. Uh, I think yeah, it's they, Silent Ewok yeah, Celebration. They, they, like, they redub it without the music. It's pretty And fantastic. you just kind of hear Chewbacca go, yeah. and it's really awkward. So yeah. uh, Silent Celebration. Celebrate loudly out there in our listening audience. So uh, 
Anyway, so uh, so that's uh, the 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 stocking stuffer tip of the week. Now let's talk about the real tip of the week. Tao. Tao. Are we are we diving right in? Are we telling them what we're going to tell them, or we're just going to start with uh, well unwrapping it, the present? You of... said it was a codependent episode, which should be a clue it to is. what it is about. This episode is largely going to be about um, what to do if your significant other is not on board with your weight loss journey. Not on board. There's only one ticket, and your ticket has your name on it and it's non-transferable. Nobody else is on board. It's just yeah. you. You're clang, clang, solo. clang went the trolley. Yeah. <laughs> Tying it in to meet me in St. Oh, Louis. Oh, the kids love this the podcast. Kids, the kids love this podcast. Um, so uh, we're going to start with the tip of the week, Tao, uh, which is, and Donald's going to be surprised by this, our tip of the week is smoke them if you got them. Wait, what? <laughs> What the heck? We are not that endorsing. That is not what we talked about. We have been watching a lot of uh, old Christmas movies. Everybody smokes in everybody's faces. Everyone like, smokes like, like everywhere. Five-year-olds are smoking cigarettes. People like, are smoking at their desks at work. People, they're smoking at restaurants. They're, well, like, they're playing pianos. They're blowing smoke into their kids' baby bassinets. <laughs> it's like, ridiculous. For real. Uh, but the term smoke them if you got them. Don't smoke. We don't smoke. We're cool kids. Don't do it. Um, but the actual tip. Yeah, we don't smoke and we're still cool. We're still cool, you guys. Um, I don't actually smoke. Uh, our tip is if you have fancy holiday uh, china, you've got crystal goblets, you're not drinking wine every night. What are you going to do with the crystal goblets? You yeah, have- you know, you're trying to uh, cut back on your alcohol consumption to save calories. So, uh, so instead of uh, saving up, the crystal, the silver, the the fine china for special holidays like Xmas. Um, have them twenty four seven all the time. I uh, thanks to a, a member of uh, another uh, accountability group uh, who mentioned actually using her crystal wine goblets to drink water out of every yeah. day to feel special. Yeah, when we were young and foolish, we put uh, some really nice uh, glassware on a gift registry. I think. Yeah, and- we don't have we don't have people over. We're we're uh, we're we're hermits. Uh, but we've got lots of fine glassware that we're looking at right now. So it sort of sits in this cabinet, like, you know, gathering dust. And then we decided, you know what? Let's put sparkling water in it. Why not? It is festive. Um, It is fancy. And it's a lot better than just drinking out of a sad little juice glass. Yeah, we, we used it a lot when we drank uh, wine a lot and, and champagne a lot. But now we uh, we pretty much, I don't drink my calories very often. Yeah, so, but I, uh, the other day, uh, I started using our crystal highball glasses, uh, to drink water with a little squeeze of lemon. Um, I mm, had delightful. my grandmother's uh, actual like wedding silver tucked away in a cabinet for 20 years. And then uh, another friend, Sheila, she uses her silverware, like silver silverware. And you know what? I'm a grown-up. I can use silver whenever I want to. Uh, so, so start actually using uh, what you have. Uh, don't save it for company. Yeah, and uh, it, it makes your, you know, 250-calorie lunch seem really fancy. It does. And I, I've i said it before, uh, I have also my grandmother's wedding Lennox, and I tucked it away because I didn't think the uh, the plates were big enough for my uh, hungry man meals that I would eat every day. Uh, the, it's only eight inches wide. I need at least 12 inches of food uh, yeah, in circumference. Yeah, plates were not as big back then. They were not. So, uh, so use what you have. Smoke them if you got them. 
Wash them if you got them. Use them if you got them. Yeah. So and, that uh, makes that the uh, you know flavored sparkling water seem all the nicer. Very fancy. So that is our tip of the week. Tao. Tao. Tip of the week to you, tip darling. Tip of the week to you. Uh. So yeah. So now we're gonna go on to topic two, which is uh, a sad, sad subject that we know way too much about, which yes. is uh, waiting for your significant other, your uh, your roommate, your family to get on board with your weight loss goals. So Donald, uh, why don't you talk about our 20 years of marriage? Why don't you start there? <laughs> well, they've been nothing but uh, delightful. Uh... I said delightful too. <laughs> we said delightful at the same That's time. That's what we tell the green card agency anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've uh, only ever encouraged each other and supported each other's healthy habits. And... Uh, now, we've eaten a lot of really bad food oh, together. Oh, yeah. We spent the most of the first 20 years uh, it... enabling bad behavior. Marriage is a celebration. We've talked about it before. We uh, New couples uh, fresh in the, the dewy glow of, of new relationship. You go to the Cheesecake Factory and you get lots of food. You go out for oh, lunch. Yeah, you, you go do. out for breakfast. Um, you uh, you treat each other to monthly. We actually never did that, the like monthly, like we've been together a month and we're having a celebration dinner. Like we kind of waited for the bigger ones. Yeah. Every day was a celebration. Well, yeah, we didn't need, an, we didn't a, a, need a month anniversary for a celebration dinner. We no, pretty we just much, needed Taco was, Tuesday. It was a day ending in Y, and so we ate a celebration dinner. But occasionally one of us would uh, hop on board the motivation bus and uh, decide that we were going to change our habits. <laughs> I almost made like a truck horn noise, like, ha, ha. <laughs> I don't know why a bus sounds the like El that. The Dude but... Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we would occasionally get on board. You know, we uh, I joined Weight Watchers probably 20 times. And occasionally yeah. I would force Donald on the Weight Watcher wagon with me. Um, he hated the meetings. He didn't want to go to them. He didn't want external accountability. Yeah. Um, I forced him along anyway. It didn't go no, very well for me. that is not to say if, if the meetings work for you. You don't do them, but they were not my thing. But we enabled negative uh, habits in one another quite often. And uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time sabotaging each other. And, you know, it was sort of, I. I want to be on board with a plan. I want to be, you know, I'm putting this in air quotes, good. Um, so I'm going to, you know, try and get my act together. And, you know, Catherine would do that and I didn't feel like doing it. So I would, you know, whether it was consciously or unconsciously, I would suggest we get takeout or, you know, it didn't take much if I was trying to be on a plan and she would suggest some food. It was really easy for me to cave. And I was secretly probably trying to sabotage him because change is scary. And when uh, you are married, at least at first, or even if you're you're living with someone or you have a roommate or uh, even your group of friends, you want to do what is easy and what comes naturally. And what comes naturally to me is eating lots of food. And when Donald would make an overture to change a habit, like, I think I remember the first time you said you were going to go for a run. I was like, this shall not stand. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I come from sitting folk and yeah. we don't run. Like we run like from zombies, not like just for fun. Yeah. Uh, you weren't a fitness professional. You were a sitness professional. Oh, what? Yeah. Boom, trademark yeah. it. Get it yeah, on a t-shirt. You, yeah, you can't just make this stuff up. So we, we 
for decades, literally, would uh, jump on board uh, a new regimen. One of us would, both of us would, but it it always ended in sabotaging one another. It would always end in an indulgent getaway that, you know, we promised would just be like, I think we went to Vegas for one of our anniversaries. Yeah. And I remembered I was like, the first thing I'm doing when we get off the plane, gamble? No. Smoke? No. Uh, get a lap dance? No, thank you. Uh-uh. I would like Cinnabon. Yeah. And <laughs> like literally Yeah, would you have tuck all in. these things in Las Vegas and like Cinnabon was the biggest attraction. Cinnabon was my uh, emotional lap dance. So yeah. So we did that for very many years. And uh, there were times when Donald would get on board. I know we had talked about him having a, a heart situation. Yeah. Uh, myocardial infarction. Um. Yeah, I'm not even sure if that was it, but I think I think it was. Uh, sue us if it's not good. it. It but, was like something you'd hear on ER. But Donald's got into decent shape. He he lost maybe 50 pounds. He yeah. was working out. I lost I, 50 pounds a couple times. I felt very threatened by that. And I would maybe get on board for a little while and then get off. And it was always kind of short-sighted. It was never about growing old uh, gracefully together. It was just sort of like staying out of trouble with the doctors, like getting fit for a wedding. But it was it was never, I don't know, like I never saw it as a long term. I, th- I saw it as a finish line. Yeah. Go back to the finish line episode. Yeah. And I think that I think that this leads into, you know, what are the reasons that your significant other might not want you to get on board with a fitness program with, you know, getting your head together with, uh, you know, becoming healthy, losing some weight. And I think a lot of it comes from guilt and fear. And in my case, there were many times where Catherine would suggest that, you know, that she eats better. You know, she wasn't even saying that I should do it. Um, but I had no interest in doing it and I would feel such guilt and whether, you know, in hindsight, this has all become clear to me at the time, I'm not even sure I realized it, but I didn't want to get my act together. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to restrict what I was eating. I didn't want to do any exercises. And so I would try and sabotage what she was doing. And again, maybe not even consciously, but I just didn't want anything to do with it. I would kind of maybe hope that he would. And I never, it it was always like that I jumped on the motivation bus. I suddenly felt um, this zeitgeist to, uh, to lose weight, but I never really thought about a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, I think there are two kinds of relationships. There are um, relationships of enablers who you both are uh, maybe overweight and you don't want to you don't want to change your lifestyle. You just want to do what's easy and comfortable. There's also the relationship, which I know I have been a part of, where maybe your significant other doesn't have a weight issue. Yeah. And they can eat whatever they want. Yeah, and, and that's they can really annoying. eat two hamburgers and a six uh, pack of Coke and not gain a pound. And so you're trying to keep up with their uh, eating regimen while not actually doing the work. Fun fact, Donald Weigel Evans Jr. had a birthday earlier this week. I sure did. Happy birthday to you, Donald Thank Jr. You Weigel, so much. Evans Weigel. Hey there. He got in uh, very sneakily. Donald, how many steps did you get in? Well, I turned uh, 49 years old, and I decided I was going to hit 49,000 steps, and then I got an extra 1,000 for good measure. Just just for for funsies. So... why don't ask me how many steps I got? How many steps did you get that day? Oh, that's I'm happy you asked. 
Um, I I think I got like eighteen thousand steps. So yeah, I'm not saying still, I didn't that get. That's still pretty great. <laughs> I'm not saying three years ago that would have been like a month's worth of steps. Uh, but uh, on Monday, uh, Donald got fifty thousand steps, and his Fitbit said he'd burned about five thousand calories, maybe just shy. Guess what I thought. I also deserve to eat 5,000 calories because Donald achieved a goal. And, oh, wait, no, I didn't do that myself. And I don't get to eat his calories just because he did. And he didn't yeah. actually eat 5,000 calories. But, like. No, but you did incept me. Like, at a certain, <laughs> you, you were like, wow, you can eat whatever you want. Must and be I was nice. Like, I was like, I can eat whatever I want. And it's my birthday. Must so I'm going nice to eat whatever I you. want. <laughs> must be nice to you. But I, uh, I really must be nice. Uh, I uh, invoked the he did it, so I should be able to do it too. I almost invoked the it's his birthday, so I should also celebrate. Um, so having a spouse maybe that doesn't have a, a weight issue, uh, a sweetheart who uh, works out or goes on long runs that you don't actually go on. Uh, so there, there's the the healthy uh, spouse or sweetheart who uh, who doesn't have to worry about their weight. And then there's the one that maybe just is overweight just like you and who doesn't want to do the work at that time so yeah. and what- hey i just just to go back i want to finish the uh the birthday story um we did though you did talk us out of going out and having a birthday meal uh Sorry. that night no but i think that that's progress i mean it was sort of like even though it was my birthday even though i got fifty thousand steps you were like i don't trust myself not to eat no, all the I, food right now. And so I think that that is a big sign of progress. Well, we were going to go to a particular restaurant and then our daughter had too much homework and we couldn't go to that restaurant. So Donald suggested an alternate place. And I was like, well, that's not what we said we were going to do. And then I just imagined myself eating double portions of everything. And I, I've kind of been having a, a rough little week and a half, two weeks or so since Thanksgiving. So, um, so yeah, I, I did do a great job. You're right. I'm awesome. Yes, you did. Even and though I didn't I'm very burn proud the of you. And I was very thankful later that you uh, had talked us out of it. Thanks. Sorry, I was a bummer. <laughs> um, so, so there's two types. There's, uh, so it, it's Christmas right now. You're uh, enjoying lots of sweets and treats and indulgences. And uh, right on the horizon is New Year's. And you're you're looking at your uh, New Year, New Year's. Uh, suddenly, you're going to wake up January 1st as a new person with new ambition. But those around you aren't supporting your goals. Yeah. They're well, not. Specifically, your significant other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do? Do you, do you give up? Do you decide that uh, you're not going to bother because the circumstances around you, the people around you, aren't supporting your habits? Well, I think there are there are a number of ways to approach it, and um, I think that the first the first thing to do is try and get your uh, mindset together. And uh, I started to talk earlier about reasons your significant other might not be on board. Uh, one of them is guilt and not wanting to do anything for yourself. Another one is might be fear of, you know, if you lose a lot of weight, maybe you'll leave. Um, and that is a real fear that I think people have, um, that maybe you'll you get into a, you'll like, you know, go out of my league, so to speak. Um, and another another thing could be that the person just doesn't believe you. They've seen you go up and down the scale. They've seen you do these things again. And 
maybe they don't think you're serious. Well, and I think that that is a big uh, issue. I mean, I know uh, there was uh, someone I dated before Donald, BD, uh, who <laughs> you dated people before me? <laughs> what the? Uh, you actually know the dude? So, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's call him. No, <laughs> Donald almost spit out his his tea. <laughs> I was I was drinking tea. Okay. I almost did a spit take live on the microphone. <laughs> Ruins oh, microphone. Wow. Okay, so um, I dated someone who was naturally uh, slim. Uh, and naturally, a total jerk face. And uh, I had Almost weight issues. Another spit take. And uh, I remember saying at one point that I was going to uh, really start working on losing weight. And he said, Ha, you've said that before. What makes you think you're going to do it now? Such a delightful man. Look yeah. how good Donald Weigel Jr. Yeah, looks next look so to that piece of trash. Like, he I look so good she married me. Terrible. Never let anybody talk to you that way. But yeah. but those times when you don't want to put yourself forward and be vulnerable because of potential judgment. Oh, you've said that before. What's different now? Or even worse, you're trying to come up with a plan and someone said, boy, I thought you were on a diet, like, which has also been said to me by many people before. Yeah, the, the so there's shame this, around it. The flip side of this, too, is that the person might be trying to protect you from yourself, um, that, that maybe they've experienced you like getting on a plan before. And, and coming in hot. And coming in hot and then failing, um, you know, or going off the plan and they see how dejected and upset you are. And so... You know, they would rather that you just stayed on the path you're on rather than, you know, try and fail, you know, which is also not good. But it's it, it at least if you if you try and understand where your partner is coming from, maybe it makes it easier for you to to move on and get past it. Well, and it's funny, too, Donald and I, uh, we talk before the episode and he was sort of sharing some of his ideas and um, on the uh, Gretchen Rubin for tendencies front. Donald is much more of a questioner. He likes facts and details and kind of bullet point justification. Do you have facts to support this assertion that I'm a questioner? <laughs> um, I think you took the uh, test, and I think Gretchen Rubin actually has that as one of the things. Like, why should I take this <laughs> test? Because I'm a questioner. Like, yeah. that's exactly that's classic questioner. Yeah. Um, I am an obligor, uh, and uh, I like external accounts which is, I think, why I joined Weight Watchers so many times. But Donald was like, break out the details and come up with the list. And I was like, ah, that makes me very nervous. Like, I don't want details and information. So I think understanding that your spouse or your significant other is coming from a different tendency and a different viewpoint. Like, I'm, I'm very much like I need support and I need encouragement. And Donald is much more about facts. Um, and uh, as as his motivation, so yeah. And, but I think that you know, trying to wrap your head around the reasons why your significant other, and you know, not thinking of them as being your enemy, or at least not your intentional enemy in this journey, um, but you know, trying to then empathize with their reasons might make it easier for you to at least understand and and perhaps talk to that person. Well, and when I started three years ago. Um, you know, for decades, we enabled one another's bad behavior. We would jump on weight loss regimens together. We would jump off. Donald will, would be doing something hardcore. I wouldn't. And there was a lot of, like, jealousy in there if one person was having success and the other wasn't. I know I, like, for 
years I never told Donald what I weighed because I knew I weighed more than him. And I felt a lot of shame around that. Yeah, I did not know. And uh, he, he didn't know about the shame. He didn't know about the weight. And I felt like it was like this like secret bank account I couldn't tell him about or that I didn't have any money. Like it was it, – there was a lot of shame around it. And I think the more open and honest that we've been in our 40s, the better our relationship has gotten. And when I started three years ago – I just knew I had to start fighting for myself because I was so miserable and so depressed and so overwhelmed, and I couldn't live with myself the way I was anymore. I knew whether Donald was going to move forward or not that I had to start practicing some self-care. I didn't think I was going to lose 100 pounds. I just wanted to stop like crying and feeling empty and depressed every day, and I had to be courageous enough to move forward without Donald's support. Um, I think I even like told you what I was doing, and you're like, "I'm out." Like, I'm just yeah, happy I think so. eating the food. Um, which which leads us to you know what do you do? And I think that you know that is one thing that you could that you can do is just hit rock bottom and <laughs> move on, move on without your significant other, and then wait for your significant other to come down with type two diabetes. And then that person gets on board with that's your... what happened to us. Oh, that's what we did. Yeah, uh, but I, I uh, for three months was uh, working on tracking calories and getting in my 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 Fitbit steps. Uh, and then, like Donald said, he was diagnosed with the sugar. Yeah, um, yeah, get the bad sugar, which really sucked. It was really awful, and uh, the grim specter of our future of but him losing I, a leg. I don't, I don't actually. I know we're joking around. I don't actually recommend this plan. Um, this is uh, it, this is exactly what happened to us, and it uh, got us both onto the same page. But it's not a great idea. Um, I did want to mention though that the CDC, the Center for Dis- Centers for Dis- disease control does predict that in the next 30 years, as many as one in three Americans will have type two diabetes, which is crazy. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Uh, And I don't recommend getting it. Believe me. No, it's not fun. Um, But I think, you know, in the past, we looked at um, vanity, um, you know, looking good for a wedding or an event as our motivation. And, And we've We've hammered this point down so often, but we are growing old together. We are uh, looking to our future, and we're at a point where whether you have um, aging parents or grandparents or neighbors, and you see how they're able to move or not able to move. Like talking directly to Donald, you know, at at the time, talk, like we weren't really thinking about growing old together yeah. and, and looking to our future. But the idea of Donald losing a leg because of diabetes, like yeah, it, that it was shocked, a wake up call. It shocked call. me into doing something. And, you know, we're both able-bodied, we're capable. And if we can prevent aging poorly like that is a huge shift mentally we're like we grew up we're like okay message received like this is about our actual futures together yeah so what do what practical advice can we give people um moving forward you know when your significant other is not on board or maybe even when your significant other is trying to sabotage you either um consciously or unconsciously and i think a lot of it has to do with what kind of relationship that you have. Um, 
Uh, one approach, though, is the sort of subtle slash lead by example approach. Well, and I think that that's what I did. And it, it wasn't even purposeful. It wasn't like I am about to lead by example. It yeah. was just like, I got to do my own thing because this is killing me. Like it is actually killing me to keep living the same days over and over again. And if you wait for the people around you and the circumstances around you to roll out a red carpet of perfect weight loss, it's not going to happen. There is never going to be a point that is perfect and family is aligned and work is aligned and circumstances aligned. So you just have to fight for yourself regardless of what your spouse or significant other wants to do. Yeah, and I, I think in this approach, you you refrain from making big statements. You, you refrain from the, I am going to lose X amount of weight. Like, I am going to, you know, get on this healthy bandwagon plan. I am going to do X plan or, or Y plan. You know, you just start you just start doing it and you lead by example and maybe you just make subtle suggestions. You know, maybe it's like, hey, instead of, you know, driving over to Rite Aid, why don't we walk? It's nice outside and we can talk to each other. Well, and that's what we did. We I I decided that we should start walking our daughter to school. And Donald didn't take kindly to that. No, I didn't but love I it. But I bullied him into doing it. <laughs> but like literally walking a quarter of a mile to school and back yeah. was And how I had no idea what it was going to start, but you know. I, I tricked him into fitness. Yeah, I went along with it. Now look at him. 50,000 steps in a day. I know. Look what you did. Um, but you know, maybe you just maybe you just make a healthy meal for the two of you or for the family, but you don't announce that it's healthy. You know, you just, you make something new, you find a good recipe that is that is in your plan and also tasty and you serve it to the group and you don't say anything and you just start adding one or two meals a week like that into the regimen. Well, and we we have people in our accountability group too who aren't the primary food makers in their home for dinner and who feel like victims of circumstance like, well, my my mom cooks for us or my husband does all the cooking um, or my wife does all the cooking. What am I going to do? You are a grown-up and can decide what you put in your mouth. Donald and I do not eat the same foods. No. Like, like hardly anything no, that we No, we eat. hardly ever make anything for each other, and it's been that way for a long time. Um, but, you know, partially because I'm vegetarian. Yeah. But also, like, if you have a, a spouse that is making something more decadent for dinner— Make yourself some broccoli on the side yeah. and skip the pasta or skip the rice. Like you have to be an advocate for yourself and start finding ways to sneak in healthier options. Pump up the volume. Pump with, up the volume, which is a great episode of this show. It is show. fantastic. Yeah. But find ways to make uh, changes to your meals. Make if if someone's making chicken, have some on the side without the sauce. Um, if someone's making burgers, skip the bun or skip the the fries and have a salad on the side. The more you can be a champion of your choices and less a victim of, but this is what's being served for me. Like, how's being a victim treated you so far? How's that gone for you in forty years? For me, no bueno. Yeah, and and also um, part of this is you can, I don't know, try the inception method, <laughs> which, you know, it, it really worked for me. I, mean, I think Catherine's talked about it before on this show, but I didn't realize it was working. But instead of her trying to give me advice, she would say, 
you know, I would ask a question or, or something and she would say, well, you know what Heather on Half Size Me says, or you know yeah, like, what oh, Gretchen was, Rubin says. Yeah, I was listening to this the other day. You can use we only look thin as your excuse. Yeah, you, know you can what? say Donald and Catherine, you know what they said. Um, and maybe even play our podcast or something else or an audiobook or something, like play it around your significant other and just let them absorb it on their own and maybe something will click. Well, and I think that that definitely um, has helped us because I hate it. Like even when Donald was like talking about stuff to talk about on this episode and he was like, well, give a list of, you know, good reasons to lose weight. <laughs> we I was haven't like, gotten to that yet. I will cut you if you give me good reasons to lose weight. Yes. Yes. Anyway. But if Gretchen Rubin gives good suggestions, yeah. then it seems much less judgy. Yeah. Well, look, and I, I wasn't talking about like trying to convince like, I've you. I've actually lost 150 yeah, pounds. I, I was like, don't you tell me what to do. I know. Well, the next step, if if none of this is working for you, or maybe you've got a relationship where you feel like you can open up and, and talk, is to communicate. And... um. With my spouse? No, thank you. That's not what this relationship is about. You know, hopefully you can communicate. And even if you can't get your significant other to on board with you, or maybe you shouldn't even try is one of the pieces of advice that I give, but um, is to at least try and explain to them what you're doing and that you would appreciate them not trying to sabotage you. But go in with an understanding that your significant other may not understand why you need support, and you may have to go on without their support. Well, and if you have a spouse that doesn't have a weight issue and can have, you know, half a dozen cookies or six sodas in the house, like being in a position where you just pull back from it and say, that's not my food, that's not my like right. I'm not going to have it and don't even make a big deal out of it. Like we have to we have to come up with ideas all on our own from podcast <laughs> like for for our podcast. And it's like if you have a food pusher who's like, "Oh, come on, like have a piece of cake." Like there's a lot of social pressure to engage in behaviors that others are are engaging in. Drinking every night, oh, yeah. eating lots of sweets, yep. getting appetizers. Especially at this time of year if you're listening to this uh, around Christmas time. Uh, and just saying, and if you don't want that conf confrontation or you don't want the, you know, like these are my needs and this is what I'm doing, just be like, you know what? Funny enough, I don't feel like cake tonight. Yeah. It's weird. It's as weird to me as it is to you. I'm skipping cake. Leave it at that. You don't have to go into a big like statement about your lifestyle because I have worked in sweets and treats and alcohol into this plan. And in the past, I've had people say like, I've made pancakes. And someone said, I thought you were on a diet. You're never going to lose weight eating pancakes. And yeah. getting that judgment can be a total shutdown. So just not making a big deal out of it, out of it and just like start, like he's, like Donald said, lead by example, just do things quietly and don't make big, bold statements so that you get things like, you know, I knew it would never last. Like, cause that does happen. People get really judgy and People treat their spouses really poorly sometimes, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if you are at a point where you're going to have to, not have to, but you're going to open up and communicate with the person, um, try and let them know that this is about you. Uh, one approach is to just tell them that you have to do this for yourself. And, you know, please, you know, if you're not going to join me, at least stay out of my way. 
and um, let them know that you don't expect them to do what you're doing. You just expect them to be supportive of what you're doing. And hopefully that helps. Um, Another possible uh, thing to do is, again, not even necessarily trying to get them to do what you're doing, and this is what enraged Catherine earlier, is lay out the benefits of doing it. You know, tell them for you, you don't want to develop type 2 diabetes, that maybe, you know, maybe the benefit for your significant other is that you'll be able to wear that outfit that that they like that you can no longer fit into. Or not snoring. Or not snoring, which has been a huge thing for our marriage. Huge change. I don't want to tell you how many times I almost smothered him in his sleep from (laughs) snoring. (laughs) Um, We have a very happy marriage now. But like Yeah, I stopped snoring after I lost the weight. Oh my gosh. But like all of those really practical things matter. You know, maybe there's an activity. Maybe your significant other, um, you know, likes to do long walks or maybe they like to do ultimate Frisbee or something and and you just can't. Maybe you tell them, look, maybe if I if I get into better shape, I can do these things with you. Well, and too, like, and something I've always talked about doing and have never done is ballroom dancing. Like yeah. actually having an activity together once We've a week. We've talked about that for a long time. Um even before Dancing with the Stars. Which is another thing to do. Try and come up with an activity that, that the two of you have always wanted to do uh, or that you know your significant other has always wanted to do. And maybe you make that a part of your lifestyle and make it a priority. So it's something that they enjoy, but is physical activity. Maybe it's cross-country skiing. Maybe it's throwing a Frisbee in the park. Well, um, and we, uh, with our daughter too, because I mean, like kids have a lot to do with this too. Our daughter is a couch enthusiast, much like oh, us, very much her dear so. mama and papa. Um, but going out for an evening walk, we have a little library in our neighborhood, which is a little like free library. Yeah. Um, walking to the little library after uh, dinner, not just sitting all the time. With our daughter, we have the advantage of being able to force her to go. Yeah. Also. But like just, you know, taking a 10 minute walk um, after dinner. Uh, walking to the coffee shop instead of driving, walking to the Rite Aid, walking to Starbucks, like adding, sneaking in those steps, parking farther away uh, yeah, and making your spouse walk with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and just not even, you don't even have to make a thing about it. Just, you know, take that far spot and, and go for it. Like a week ago, Donald parked close to somewhere and I was like, what are you yeah, I don't even remember why I did it. But, but it was like it was raining or something. Like it was yeah. a practical reason, but I got like, that's not the kind of people we are. Exactly. Um, and look, if all else fails, you have to do this for yourself. And so you maybe you need support from something, somebody, some people, a group of people outside of your significant other. That is huge. Um, um, there, you know, you probably have friends, coworkers who are like-minded and are trying to get fit. And, you know, you can team up with those people. Go on a walk at lunch. Take a weekly class at your uh, your favorite yoga studio or at your gym. Maybe you've got a family member who's, you know, who's fit and you team up with that person. Um, but like Catherine said, gym classes would be a great idea um you know you go to that spinning class you've always wanted to try or that zumba class or that jazzercise well they and still do jazzercise the, they do it yeah. is a real thing zumba size jazzercise nice uh anything with, a, anything with a size, a size. You do it um but actually speaking of sizes when i started three years ago um i joined the half size me 
a weight loss community. And it is scary to talk about issues with your spouse. Um, even Sometimes even people you know and love, it's it's scary. Because and, they're and so judging finding you. finding an online accountability group, which we happen to be starting yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like actually joining a community of like-minded people who get the process, who get the problems, who have advice and support to give in an honest and judgment-free space. Like when I used to go to Weight Watcher meetings, no yeah. shade on the fine people at Weight Watchers, but it would just be a kind of a grousing session. And you, I right. never talked about secret eating. I never talked about emotional eating. I never talked about enabling uh, codependent behaviors with uh, with Donald. And sometimes online with you know mostly strangers uh, or people that you only know from this group, you know everybody is there um, for the same reason and that they're all there to support each other and that maybe that that is what you need to get you through if your significant other cannot supply it for you. Well, and I and that has been so freeing for me. And as Donald said earlier uh, in 2018, uh, after we started We Only Look Thin, um, we started a little uh, accountability group, a little accountability buddies. Uh, we're still coming buddies. up with our names. Not comfortable with tribe. Not comfortable with community. It's like the a, Walt Pack. The Walt Pack. Growl. That didn't fly either. I tried it and they're like, <laughs> no, thank you. I love your growl, though. That was good. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, but uh, our... We, we have a little a little gang of, of people who are supporting one another, and uh, it's grown, and it's it's maturing over the years. We're keeping it small, but in 2019, uh, we are doing uh, the uh, Wolt Place, which is going to be a place for uh, community and fellowship and support uh, for women just like me and you. Uh, we're keeping it for women because, frankly, dudes just don't contribute yeah, the way that I don't, women. I don't even know what dudes want or need, or I don't it, know. I feel like we don't like talking to each other about it, though. Yeah, like I don't know if there should be like a bro shack or something where you, you yeah, don't actually talk about weight dudes loss. Dudes want to talk about you know gains and swole and you know putting on muscle. They don't want to talk about feelings and emotional eating. Uh, yeah, and it's really hard because I am an obliger. I want to help everybody, um, but we are uh, opening Walt Place in uh, in 2019, uh, date to be determined. Yeah, a place where you can be yourself while working on the you that you want to be. Exactly, uh, and we're keeping it very small. Uh, I was looking at another accountability group on Facebook for another very popular uh, weight loss podcast, and her her club, her, her fans, 10,000 people in the group. Wow. I don't even know how that happens, which is amazing, and which which obviously she has a lot of support. But we are going to be working on supporting a small number of women uh, on their journeys. I want to know everybody's name. I want to know uh, what you're doing, what you like in your coffee. Uh, we're keeping it very small. Um, so there will be more information on Walt Place coming up uh, when we open our doors. I think we're doing a waiting list, so we will post yeah. about that. Um, but I'll put a link in the show notes and there'll be something on our Facebook page and whatever. But even if you don't want to be part of our group, even if that's not your thing, um, if your significant other just isn't on board, find your own group, find your own team somewhere. Um, there are people out there that are like-minded that, you know, can help you. Yeah, people at work, a fellowship at your church. Um, and there are a gazillion, bajillion online support communities. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, Not just ours, even though ours will be the best. For for free, 
some uh, some are paid groups, and you know, we've got a lot to to offer and a lot of support, and we love doing it. So uh, more info to follow on that. Um, but we, again, fun police. We're adults, and we have to make choices for ourselves and uh, and and for our our personal well being, our mental health. And I want to grow old with Donald gracefully. I um, want you to do that. Too. I don't want. Uh, I want to keep our mobility like that is huge into our seventies and eighties and beyond. That is huge. Uh, I have two uh, grandmothers. One who was very very active and outgoing. Um, she is ninety four years old. She's she's pushing along. She's pushing along. Yeah. She's making it happen. She's in a lot of pain, but she spent her life moving. My other grandmother spent her life sitting, and it did not go well. Love no. love her to death. But um, but she was bedridden, and it is heartbreaking to see that as we're getting older. Uh, so Merry Christmas! <laughs> yeah, I mean, try try dreaming together as a couple, and um, think about how you want your to grow old together. Think about how um, you know what you want your life to be, and think about how much better it will be if the two of you are fit and healthy. Well, and for for the listeners out there who are on their own who might not have a sweetheart. Um, it is mobility is so important just for for all of us. And, um, you know, we're we're in this together. We want to support you. So uh, so thank you so much for for listening to our podcast. Um, and I think it's time now for the product. Of the week. Somebody in our group, Lindsay, uh, suggested uh, a song to go along with our pal. And uh, I told her that it was uh, we had to get licensing uh, releases. Um, it almost had me uh, in an ear seizure. It was so fast. It was like pow, 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 pow. So I'm not actually singing it in tune. Uh, but uh, if you have any good ideas for for pow songs uh, that yeah, are licensed like free, <laughs> we'd like to hear about it. So the product of the week is a pow song. The product no, of what the is week the product, is actually a tape measure. A and fabric a tape measure. fabric tape measure. You can get them at Joanne's Fabrics. And Michael's I think one of the things that really helped me along the way was focusing on some non-scale victories. Victories um, that did not involve the number that was on the scale, my actual weight. And I, I uh, and I don't even, I guess Catherine must have suggested this. At some point, I took measurements. I measured myself. I measured my waist. I measured my, my hips, my chest. Um, and even if the scale wasn't coming down in a way that I wanted uh, while I was losing weight, I could measure myself and see, you know, real gains with this tape measure. And it was a real boost to morale. Well, and I think I suffer from uh, body dysmorphia. Um, and I don't see myself as smaller than I used to be. But when I go back, like saying 150 pounds, like, it's kind of amorphous unless you pick up something else that's 150 pounds. But when I go and see that my hips are 10 inches smaller than they used to be, and I take that tape measure and hold it out 10 inches yeah. uh, larger, I see how much space I took up. And, um, you know, I have some old clothes that I keep from from before that I can go back and reference. But having a tape measure um, feels a lot less scary sometimes than stepping on a scale and having uh, that, that way to measure progress um, is really uh, helpful. We, I, I definitely look yeah, back a visual at my... representation of, of how far you've come. It can be a real boost. Yeah. So that is our product of the week. Pow! Pow! 
Uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate every one of you. Um, if you could take a moment and go to iTunes and rate and review us, it would mean a lot. Um, subscribe to us. You can subscribe to us anywhere that uh, podcasts are found, um, including Apple. Um, and you can also find us at weonlylookthin.com. You can find us on Instagram at weonlylookthin and Facebook at weonlylookthin. And uh, Twitter at weonlylookthin. Weonlylookthin. Uh, if you have any questions, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yeah, or post on our Facebook page. Um, have you had experience with sabotage? Have you had experience with going it on your own? And look, uh, I would love to hear tips from you if you have found ways to get through to a significant other um uh to get them on board or just ways to uh you know achieve your own goals without the support of your significant other all those things would be wonderful to hear from you about yeah so um have a wonderful holiday season enjoy time with uh, family enjoy time uh with your favorite pet uh and thank you for enjoying some time with donald Catherine, I'm going to start talking to my about myself in the third person. <laughs> Our team of people want to thank you uh, for for listening. So when your significant other is getting you down and you start talking about yourself in the third person, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! I feel like this is a personal attack. Just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration, Asian, Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. <laughs>